people, what's up? Thank you for checking us out, Real Not Rude. Don't forget that you can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Real Not Rude and on Instagram under Keep It Real Not Rude. Also, we are on all the platforms. Our podcast is on Amazon as well as Audibles. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, and of course, Spotify Podcasts. Please, you guys, follow us on social media, like, share, engage, you know, follow us, please, so that our audience can grow and pass the word. In addition, we also still do our shows where we have the discussions on relationships, friendships, situationships, whatever. And if you would like to be a part of that, definitely shoot us an email. All you need to join is your email address and your name and only your first name or even a nickname. Drop us a discussion that you would like to go over and we will definitely get back to you and let you know if it's something we can include. That's at keepitrealnotrude at gmail.com. Once again, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Be safe and check us out. Welcome back, Real Not Rude, back to another When Plans Go Wrong. So, you guys, this is another Backstabbing Friends, the whole series, and we try to get through the whole thing. Oh, I'm so upset. I did the whole thing, and I deleted it instead of saving it, so here I am. I'm going to try to get through it, and hopefully it all goes well. So, as you know, I will try to give my two cents when I think it's a girl or a guy, and you know, I always try to jump in and let you guys know what I think about the story, too. So, sit back and listen. When I opened a drawer in her house, I recognized my jewelry trinkets. I looked at it all, took back my mother's ring, and left. Three years this person stole from me. I was her only friend. I'll never understand it. Well, here's what to understand. It's like any other addiction kleptomania. It's sad because you think this person is your friend, but this person is also sick. And addiction is addiction. I'm sorry it happened to you. Next, when I realized there's not necessarily a correlation between Otis friend and best friend. I think sometimes that's one of the hardest things for people to understand. But let's look at it like this. We do when friends go wrong and we do the criminal aspect, right? So think about it. It's husbands, wives, mothers, daughters, brothers that are killing their loved ones. Those are some of the oldest relationships, especially parents. But there's no correlation between oldest and parent and child because it's just murder. You know, those are the older relationships, but it still happens. So it doesn't make sense, but it is reality. Next, my whole friend group, they never really talked to me unless they needed something like homework and etc. Took a while to realize, too long even, but as much as it hurts, it was unfortunately the best option I had at the time. Now this person's handle is doctor. It has doctor in it. So that means this person was in school a long time, years. So that means, that means they endured this group for a while and they probably did lean on each other. The thing is, is that it's never your only option to depend on certain people. It might feel that way, but it's never your only option. However, maybe 
you had to use a certain network. Unfortunately, it's sad that you were hurt thinking that um, these people were your friends and that they weren't really. But I'm glad that you were able to become a doctor if your handle is actually what you are and that you made it through. And I hope you ended up getting some true friends. Next, when I realized how ashamed she made me feel about myself. Looking back, I think she projected her insecurities onto me because it is what her family did to her. When I decided to be more open about who I was and what I believed in, she ghosted me. That's the oldest story in the book, Misery Loves Company. So if that was done to her by her family, abuse, you know, um, verbal abuse, emotional, mental abuse, then that's who she was on the inside if she did not learn how to self-heal. And so that's all she knew. And of course, that is what is going to exude from out of her. And if that's what she did to you, and then all of a sudden you didn't take it and your self-strength came out, oh yeah, she's going to get away from you. If she can't beat you down, she's going to get away. Next, when I asked her to be my maid of honor and she left the care package I made for her when she was sick in the hospital, a few weeks back on my doorstep in a box and stopped returning my texts and calls. She reached out a couple of years later and I asked why she ended the friendship the way she did. And her response was, she was being messed up. We're still not friends. Well, that's interesting. Well, first of all, you must have thought that you were really close if you wanted her to be your maid of honor. Second, you left her a care package while she was ill. And she had the nerve to turn around and return it at your doorstep. Now, that's just mean. And then never return your calls and your messages. And then all of a sudden pop up. So she popped up to your home or wherever a few years later. And then when you ask her why she dissed you, she just said she was being, you used a different word, but I said mean. Um... And then now you're still not friends. So this person, first of all, makes no sense. Because why did she pop back up? If she said you're still not friends, why did she pop up? She didn't want to be friends. And what was the point of popping back up if it wasn't to make amends? Why would she go out of her way to return a gift back at your doorstep? That's just mean. So, you know, she was never really truly a friend. This is something you always hear me say. And you also always hear me say, sometimes people do you favors. People who are this unkind, you don't want anything to do with them anyway. Next, when I received screenshots of a post in a social media group bashing me and saying truly horrible things. The person who sent them was a random stranger who said they looked on my then best friend's social media account and figured the post and comments had to be about me since she called me her best friend on a lot of posts. She said that she thought I should know that she was saying what she was saying about me because they were so bad and if they weren't actually about me, then she was sorry for sending them. I thanked her and promised to keep her anonymous so the girl wouldn't get kicked out of the group. Then I sent screenshots to my friend and said this friendship is over. So first, I want to give a shout out, a shout out to both of you, because one, to you for 
acknowledging this girl, going out of her way for doing this for you and not throwing her under the bus to this mutual friend. Because it is up to her to decide if she wants to continue her relationship with someone who is this rotten, who talks about her friend behind her back, not just verbally, but actually on social media. You could have easily thrown her under the bus to this mutual friend and said, she told me about you. But you left it up to this girl to decide if she was going to continue that relationship and instead took your own issue with this person and handled it on your own and left their relationship intact. That takes a lot of humility. And I wish more women did things like that instead of being messy. Second, I want to give a shout out to the girl for having the courage to come to you knowing that you could have easily and most women would have just said you gave her this information and gave her her name even though it could have disrupted her friendship with this girl but instead she was more concerned about somebody being backstabbed and wanting the person to know it and didn't concern herself with her own reputation or her own relationship more so about you and somebody else and how they were being portrayed. So to me, you two girls have the stronger character and should become friends. Forget this other girl. The way both of you handle this, I like your character. If this is truly who you are, I like your character. And I wish more women were this way. Now, let's get to the story. I want to say I'm very proud of you in general for taking this information and what you did with it. Instead of being messy and going back online and making a big scene, you took the information, took the photos, sent the photos to the girl. There's no denying it, no argument, no anything, and just ended the friendship. Clean slate is over. Kudos. Let's move on. When he spent 15 minutes pressuring me to take shots after I was diagnosed with liver disease, so basically, he tried to put a gun to your head. Horrible. Next. I had this really close friend growing up. When we got to high school, he started ignoring me. It started from small things, like not inviting me when the boys would go out and chill. Then towards the end of high school, I started going through some real stuff. Instead of being like a friend and talking to me about it, he totally distanced himself from me. Even heard about how he would talk mess about me behind my back. I will never know what happened. Let me tell you what happened. You felt that you were close when you were growing up. When you got to high school, he started ignoring you. Step one, not close. Then small things started happening. That's step two. These small things were bad because that's what you said. They started happening. That was excluding you, not inviting you. Then Four years later, because he said towards the end of high school, you started going through some things. He wasn't your friend. Instead of being your friend, he talked mess about you. And then he removed himself from you. You said it distanced himself from you. Then he was talking about you. That's what really happened. He wasn't your friend at all. Next. My birthday was coming up and I had nobody else. It was a really low point in my life. It was bad. She knew how bad I was doing. 
I asked her to hang out with me. She promised that on my birthday, she'd be there for me. She was going to come over with some beers, watch movies, so I wouldn't be alone. Good times. I messaged her a couple of days before. We're on. I messaged her the day before to ask what time she's coming. She said, whenever I want. On that day, I messaged her and I asked her, can you come now? No, I'm going to the races today. I'm like, what? Not only are you blowing me off so coldly, but you're putting in a in a way like, I could invite you too, but I won't. I doubt there were even any races or she even intended to be there for me. It hurt so bad, like a physical gut punch, even though I half expected it. She would constantly do things like this, specifically intending to hurt me. It's why I kept asking her leading up to the day if she really was going to come through. Once she told me she was moving across the country, it was really a vacation for a few days. But she just set up this situation where she was supposed to be able to come by and say goodbye in person. Just so she could hurt me like that. After the birthday thing, I was lonely but not lonely enough to continue to be messed over like this constantly. In retrospect, I honestly think she maybe actually wanted me to kill myself so she could play the victim or whatever reason she had to hate me so much. Actually, I doubt she hated me. I don't think she felt anything at all for me either way, just emotionless, messing with people for entertainment. If you really read this, this young lady said she was going through a really hard time in the very beginning. And then when you get to the end, she says that she thinks her friend may have wanted her to kill herself. So it sounds like, sounds like this girl was suicidal. And it sounds like the friend knew to the degree of pain this girl was going through. Now, I want to say, I don't know if this friend knew this girl was suicidal. But if this young lady is suicidal... I hope that she went and got some help. I hope that she is okay. And I hope that she finds friends who value her. And then also I hope that she finds value in herself and not value in friends. Because this person does not care about her. It sounds like she said many times this person has done things in retrospect just mean little things. Like she said one time telling her she was going out of town just so she could come by. And I mean, telling her she was moving out of state, but she was just going on vacation so she could come by and say, I'm leaving. I mean, those are mean things, you know. Um, but for her to think that somebody's messing with her emotions for the sake of entertainment and saying that she thinks this person wants her to just kill herself and that she's lonely and she has no one else, I'm concerned because it sounds like her value is in people. And I hope that this person gets some help. Next. When she started canceling plans for silly reasons, not replying to my messages. However, when we hung out, she was always on her phone. Yep, that's an example of a person who only finds you important if they have time for you. So, they don't have time for you. When they're not with you, you're not important. And when they're with you, you're not important. They don't answer you when they're not with you. And when they're with you, they don't pay attention to you. Stop hanging with them. Next, when they ghosted me as best man in my wedding, never reached out since, I found a new best friend that day. 
That's messed up. Because if you asked them to be the best man in your wedding, you must have thought you were really close. Close. And then they didn't show up. Next. When she had an affair with my dad, causing my parents to divorce after 30 plus years. Now they're married and he has nothing to do with us. My sister and his six grandsons. Wow. Okay, so at the end it says, edit full story. Here's the full story. My parents were married for 32 years. They, of course had their ups and downs. My mother suffered a massive stroke about 18 years ago and has been diabetic over 20 years, so she is disabled. My dad has expressed his frustrations about my mother to me before. Well, about six years ago, there was a scalloping trip planned in August with one group of friends, my parents and myself included. My dad asked me to stay home this weekend to take care of my mom, and naturally I did. I've done this many times. Once the trip had ended on Sunday, he didn't come home with the rest of the group. We were concerned. Monday mid-morning, he had shown back up at home. He called me at work and asked me to come over as he had news to share. I met my sister at our parents' house. My dad informed me that he indeed did bring someone along with him on this trip. He expressed that he loved our mother and would always take care of her, but that he wanted to separate. I specifically asked if it was someone we knew. He wouldn't answer. Later that evening, he asked me to meet him alone. I went. He told me that I did know this person, but he didn't want me to say anything. Social media, etc. Because she is already going through enough. Her son was diagnosed and dying of cancer. He then told me that it was Kay, one of my best friends. I was shocked. This harlot knew all of us. She was just at my children's party a month ago. She has heard me and let me cry about my mother's condition. Out of concern for Kay's son, I did not put her on blast to the internet. My dad left the house saying he would leave it to my mother and still pay the mortgage and utilities. After a few months, he would go back on his word. In December of that year, he forced my mother from their home, putting her in an apartment. She was only allowed to take her clothing and what she could fit on a trailer. The next day, he changed the locks on the house, then moved the mistress into the home. I told him that I would never accept this relationship with Kay and that I was disgusted by him and her. Once my dad moved the mistress into the home, I went to Facebook. We have a large amount of mutual friends and aired out the laundry. The following year, I helped my mother get a divorce attorney and filed the divorce and she filed for divorce. Then six months after the divorce was filed, my dad and his mistress Kay moved on the Florida coast. Between my sister and I, we have six sons, two for me, four for her. He no longer requests to see us, contacts us, zero communication, but we are okay. My sister still craves to have a relationship, but she is waiting for him to make the move. As for me, I do not lose any sleep for this narcissistic, vain, alcoholic that I once called dad. I take care of my mom now. She moved in with me about a year after being forced from her home. Her health has declined greatly since this event happened, but she is a strong woman who gets to enjoy her days with her children and grandchildren. (sighs) See what I mean about the correlation between time and relationships? This man was married to this woman for over 30 years and he has children and grandchildren and he just kicked them to the curb 
for a mistress. And this woman calls herself this girl's friend and just came in and destroyed this family. Disgusting. That's what I mean. Just disgusting. Anyway, next. When they tried their best to get my girlfriend to break up with me. (laughs) Next. When he tried to date my sister, we were freshmen in college and she was still in middle school. What? How disgusting. Plus, I knew he was verbally abusive. What difference does it make? He was just, he's abusive, period. He's gross. She's in middle school. That's statutory rape. Plus, I knew he was verbally abusive. So I said no. Told him to forget about me and my family. I even called his mother to tell her to let her know what a pervert her son was. <sighs> People are gross. And he actually, ugh, next. When he blacked out and tried to murder me in my sleep. Then five years later, when I forgave him, he attacked and robbed me in front of my house after giving me a ride home. Fool me once. Okay, and then she edited it. And so there's an edit. Here's the edit. He was very drunk and smoked an absurd amount of weed and blacked out. History of violence. Put me in a chokehold while I was asleep talking about how easily he could kill me and that he was going to for fun. It wasn't an easy spot to get out of. Best friend I've ever had in my life. We were extremely close for the vast majority of our lives. There's nothing wrong with trying to be a forgiving person towards someone you love. I guess she's trying to convince us of this. It took years of him begging for forgiveness for me to give him another chance. And things went really well for about a year until there was another incident. But I'm never speaking to him again now. I still wish for the best for him, as he's the best friend I've ever had, but I won't ever give him another chance. Okay, let's back up. First of all, no one can be a friend to you if they can't be a friend to themselves. What he is, is an addict and an abuser, okay, and an attempted murderer. I hope you reported him, and it sounds like you didn't, because if he tried to do that to you, and he's an addict and an abuser, he, you have the obligation to report him because he would try to do it to someone else. Okay, that's fine. You can forgive him. Just because you forgive someone does not mean that you don't report them because you don't want someone else to be in jeopardy. Okay? Second, that doesn't mean that you have to put yourself in jeopardy again as well. And he can't be a friend to himself while he's abusing his own body he's telling you that how easily he could kill you and that he's going to do it for fun and you telling me that he spent years begging you for forgiveness that's what addicts and abusers do it's a form of manipulation and you sound like you're convincing yourself that he didn't mean it and that he was truly the best friend that you ever had in your life. I hope that you go and get help. I hope that you did go and get help. And I really, really, really hope that you reported this man for the sake of safety for everyone else. Next, when I realized I was a worse person when I was around him, he was very good at convincing you to do really bad things. And I let it go way too far before I realized that. Luckily, I did eventually and completely cut him out of my life. See, this example is great for the person before this because this person here recognized that this person was trying to convince them of how great they were. 
And that's what people do when they have something wrong going on. But this person recognized it. Next, I was the one who maintained contact for years. She contacted me only when she needed something from me. Money, lift, emotional support, etc. And for the drama with her boyfriend. And she loves drama. I stopped talking to her for four years when she suddenly emailed me explaining she was forced to drop our friendship because of her boyfriend jealousy. It's not her fault, yada, 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 and she wanted to talk to me again. Same old story. I deleted her email and moved on with my life. Good for you. Don't let her keep you on her pinky. Glad you got the point and moved on. I stopped doing drugs. Makes you begin to see the company you keep in a fresh light. I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you got clean. Good for you. Next, when she started trying to make me stop talking to all of my other friends because she didn't have any other friends and thought I had to be isolated too. Okay, so toxic people usually don't have friends. And when they finally get a hold of one, they try to keep them all to themselves because they don't want that person to realize nobody else wants anything to do with them either. Glad you saw for yourself. Otherwise, you could end up alone and miserable too. Good for you. And finally, one day after 13 years of friendship, he just blocked me everywhere and refused to tell me why. Then he began to indirectly insult me in online groups we both were in. Didn't say my name, but it was obvious he meant me. I honestly should have broken that friendship off long ago. He used to bully me back in the day in high school. After school, things got better, though, and I thought he changed. Well, let's end this on this note. A lot of times when someone used to do something and then all of a sudden they don't do it to you, if you stand back and watch, you might be in the clear, but they still are doing it to someone else. Just pay attention. They might befriend you, but they're still talking about somebody else like a dog, but you just don't know that they're still talking about you maybe like a dog because they're still cool with you. So in front of you, everything's okay. And they might not even talk about you like a dog because you might just be the only one in that safe spot. But if they're doing it to someone else, it's only a matter of time before you two are the culprit. So pay attention to people's patterns and friendships because usually those patterns only a matter of time before you fall culprit to them too. People can change and I'm not saying that they don't but typically when they do something to others that is their character and so when they show you who they are believe them. So sorry this happened to you. And that's the end of it, you guys. You guys, that's it. Real Not Rude, Facebook and Twitter. Keep It Real Not Rude, Instagram, or email me at keepitrealnotrude at gmail.com. Don't forget, below, you can drop a message in the box, or you can send me a message on Messenger on all the platforms. Be safe, you guys.